Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. Tonight on Black Girl Stuff. <laughs> right now on Black Girl Stuff. I was affected a lot. I caught like the drift of everything that was going on with him. Carlay gets candid about her journey as the first lady of YSL. Plus, we get all the deets on why she has no regrets about her tumultuous relationship with Young Thug. I ride, I didn't die. I dealt with acne for like 10 years. And we're going skin deep with rapper and Instagram phenomenon, Ty Taylor. I spent like over $20,000 trying to fix my skin. But first, we go in the comments to see if your male best friend is off limits when he's in a new relationship. We are getting into all the things on tonight's edition of Black Girl Stuff. Welcome to Black Girl Stuff. Tonight we're getting down and dirty with Carlay, kicking it with social media's challenge queen, Ty Taylor, and doing it for the culture with this week's Black Girl Boss. But first, let's dive in the comments to break down whether or not men and women can be friends without benefits. Mm. A Twitter user's post went viral when she describes how she shifts her dynamic with male friends whenever he enters into a serious relationship with another woman. Let's get right into it, ladies. So Twitter user Lola and Stitch says, when my male friends get into a relationship, I really alter the friendship dynamic. I do it because I love and respect my friend and respect their partner too. I hate to be that friend that makes his lady feel weird and or insecure for no reason. I text and call less too. All right, she said that and there were a lot of comments, so let's get into them because I'm interested to see what people had to say. Tori, kick us off. All right, y'all, so this one user commented, true, some females love to be the I know him better than you, love and basketball type of thing. It shows low self-esteem and lack self-respect. All right, we'll check out this person. This is a Bidney Badoo responding, saying, why would I need to step aside if I'm just a friend? Hmm, let's make sense now, ladies. Okay, Mm. Mm, ladies, let's make sense. (laughs) (laughs) So if your male friend gets into a serious relationship and you're really just friends, should the dynamic shift? 
I think it depends on what the dynamic y'all have already. So mm. I have I grew up with a lot of male friends. I'm a tomboy, you know, a guy's girl kind of <laughs> friend. So I feel like there are guys that I would call in the middle of the night and I know they would pick up if I needed them. But if I know they got a girl, I'm not going to call them like that in the middle. I don't even want her mind to wander. Yeah. Okay. I'm also As going to, yeah, and if a guy is like, this is somebody I'm taking serious, I'm like, well, let me meet her. So mm -hmm. she can know that our friendship is genuine and real and she don't got nothing to worry about. Right. I think it's when the girlfriend or the friend, the homegirl, doesn't want to meet the girlfriend mm -hmm. that makes it weird and awkward. I feel like really? it's the guy, right? So yeah. I have a lot of guy friends, right? Um, and this happened to me where my guy friend wasn't really explaining our friendship well to his significant other. Definitely. And so it was, a, it, was, it was really his fault. I'm like, bro, did you tell her I don't want you? If I wanted you, I'd have had you 10 <laughs> years ago. I don't want you. What's the problem? The fact is, is he wants me. And so mm. he's kind of creating this jealousy yes. situation to kind of, uh, I don't know, spark certain reactions from her or myself. I'm like, bro, I had to cut off the friendship. I'm like, you know what? Don't do that with me. So that wasn't very genuine. But for me, yeah, I'm not going to call you in the middle of the night. But I still expect for you to be there for me as a friend if we're truly going to be friends. Right. And if your girl is insecure about that, it is your responsibility to explain it to her. I don't want you. If you're in mm -hmm. the friend zone, boy, you always be in the friend zone. Right, right. That's how it is. That is how it is. I feel like, you know, a lot of times, and when it's kind of tricky, it's usually like some person like the other person, mm -hmm. but they got friend zone, so they got to play that role. Right. right. Me personally, yes. I am one of the bros, so I do have platonic male friends, mm -hmm. but my significant other do know about them, and they respect my relationship. Mm -hmm. They're not calling me late. Right. But I would want that same respect, I feel like, for the woman. I want her to feel like I mm -hmm. respect you and I respect my friend. I want you to know I respect you and I want this relationship. So I would want to meet her as well and I want her to know I respect her as well. I love that y'all are talking a lot about how the dynamic shifts because I kind of want to know I how. Know I, I want to know how, especially when you guys are talking about like, okay, I won't call you at the at late at night or whatever else. No, because no, for no. me, a big thing is calling, name calling, period. I think there's a lot of women friends or male mm -hmm. friends who like to say, bro, sis, that's my bestie. Right, right. And I feel like it's just trying to put a one up to the person who's in a relationship to say, oh no, look how close I am to him. And I feel like it's just acting funny. You know well, what I mean? That's a, that's a terrible you, person. Yeah, right, right. right. If you but I'm not really saying so much switch. I'm just saying, in a relationship period, if it's a friend, that's just like if it's a female mm -hmm. friend, you're not, I'm not calling you at two o'clock in the morning. Okay. It's just boundaries. It's just boundaries. respect for a relationship, yes. period. And yes. speaking of respect, yeah. I feel like I've been in a situation in a previous relationship where my boyfriend at the time had a lot yeah. of female friends, yeah. right? And so I went through them and vetted them with a fine tooth comb. And I, I calculated, I'm like, you got about six of these women okay. that yeah. are genuinely friends. And I can tell by the interaction, you know as a woman, if somebody interested somebody in your man, you yeah. can feel it, You right? feel yeah. it. So there were you a few it. that would call. <laughs> right. There were a few that would call. He might have them on speakerphone because he thinks he, like, I have nothing to hide, right? Mm -hmm. But the way that her interaction would be, yeah. I'm like, nah. You can that's so you, okay, you acted, and, you, again, you acted funny. Yeah, and right. Or you here saying things like you want to hang out because you want him to put the bill on oh, things. Oh, no, that's that, weird. That's yeah. flirty. So that's I was weird. like, those friendships, you got to yeah. nip in the bud. Well, what about well, this? Okay. What about this situation here, okay? So mm -hmm. one of my friends of, I mean, nearly a decade, we went to college together. We've been there for each other numerous times as he's had different relationships, been down and out, broken. I've been there, mm -hmm. right? And it was interesting because his girlfriend at the time did not feel comfortable with me, never met me. I offered to meet her. I'm like, bro, I really, you know, it is what it is. I don't really care. You're not really that important to me. That's just how I feel. But what happened was, is he was like, Dimitri, I don't think we could be friends anymore. I'm like, I respect that. But you need to draw the line there and make it very clear. But what happened was, is you've known me for 10 years. You've known her for... Two you know, minutes. two years, mm -hmm. whatever. So, and then you made your choice. But then what happens is they come running back to you like, Demetria, your friendship, I value. And I'm like, bro, hold on now. 
You made your choice, and, and you know, you should have chosen. Yeah, so that, that, was, that was her. <laughs> okay, okay. Do you believe men and women can have authentic friendships with the opposite sex while in a relationship? I think it's few and far between. So mm. I have been, like I said, grew up with a lot of guy friends, and I had to break off some of those friendships, not because of even being in a relationship, but because eventually they just got attracted or thought, like, maybe I could shoot my shot with you. Oh. So I feel like as long as nobody has ever crossed the, the line. line of right. flirting, of being intimate, of kissing, of having sex, like, you can't cross none of those lines and then think yeah. you want to be in a friend zone. That's more than a friend. You like me. You but waiting on me but to But I feel like when we, when we say friends, it's like that means best friends. I feel like there's level to friendships. And you could still have friends with a guy or, you know, woman if you're the opposite sex. They just don't have to be your best friend, maybe. Unless they already were. So can you, you be don't friends have to be. with somebody you already yeah, you can. Oh, wow. I got a couple no. friends. I got oh, a couple wow. friends. I don't think that's a platonic friend. You know friend. what it is? Sometimes it's all about, let's just get this out the way. <laughs> now that it's <laughs> out the way, <laughs> we can actually, like, focus nah, on the friendship. Nah, it's not, nah. it's, that's, not, that's, not the, that's not the point of entry. Yeah, not but, for every you know, I, guy I friend. Yeah, so. <laughs> but I feel like, okay, yeah, that ain't my friend. It's just That's real cordial. That's not my friend. Like, it's just like, hey, what's up? Sometimes those yeah. are the closest <laughs> friends, though. Well, I think sometimes with guys that you've in the past, oh, it could wow. be, for me, it's not every single guy that's my guy friend. Yeah. I, I ain't you yet. Oh, but God, yes. some of them, some of them, I would have. And it's like it's just a different bond, right? It's a different more like yeah, I can you talk to you. You didn't instantly bond. I just <laughs> mean, there's no way. And this, like, I think this is what's interesting because when I describe a guy as my friend, I mean that. I have friends like you yeah. said that are strictly platonic. We've never yeah. been there. Never, mm. even if they wanted to, I would cuss they ass out, right? Yeah. But then I also, as a girlfriend, looking on the outside, it's like I don't want my guy to be friends with anybody that he's been intimate really? with. No. Uh, because because there's there a, a timeline, though? Like, let's no. say you, you've been intimate 10 years ago. No, there, and is, there is no timeline. And me and my dude, when we sit down, and if, when I get into another relationship, and even in my pr previous ones, I'm like, okay, anybody that you've been intimate yeah. with right. across those lines Let with, me tell you, no, I'm gonna tell you, more, I'm gonna tell no you more why. communication. You so you feel like if you're entering a new relationship that you can make the demand of your significant other to say, Cut off all of your female friends. Is that what you're saying? That, that that's, you have been I ain't never been in a situation. No, you've been I have Can you been say in that? that situation, mm -hmm. and I made it clear. If they, mm -hmm. when we go through, because he had a lot. I'm talking yeah, this, this is my homegirl, this is my homegirl. I'm like, okay, well, that's have you been sis. intimate with yeah. any of them? <laughs> then don't <laughs> X out. Did he X you know out? He did. And he okay. unfollowed them. Okay. He definitely let them know. Because they, they were more than friends. They were more than friends. They were more than friends. Well, is there a threshold, though? Like, it's like, in terms of not even intimacy or not, but how many female friends do you think your boyfriend should have? Or I, your companion. I feel like I did lax on my my boundaries. With I mm -hmm. feel like a less than five. Less but than with five. this past one, he had six solid ones, <laughs> and I was like, "You really pushing it?" If your male friend or your boyfriend, significant other, let's say, had a sexual relationship or sexual past with a friend, mm -hmm. it's not happening anymore. Should they tell you about it? One, because sometimes. I feel like with guys, they don't even want to tell you about it because they know it's in the past, it's, it'll never happen again, but they don't want to have to cut off that relationship. But right. how do you yeah. know it's in the past, Akilu? Like, it could... It... When something happens to your kitchen, you might say... This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. The, it's because um, I'm here. History no, repeats no it. <laughs> <laughs> but history repeats 
piece himself right. sometimes. So I right. feel like out of respect, I'm not gonna have a guy around a guy that I've been intimate with, mm -hmm. and I'm not. I don't want you to do the same to me. Like, tell me if you've been yeah, intimate with a person, yeah. and especially I mean, if you're dapping them up yeah. and we. Right. Before that's corny. That's, that's weird. weird. And don't have me around no bitch you f I feel like if y'all did f let me know just in case she say some shit, I know what time it is. Yes. I need to know what yes. time it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As a woman, my rule is as a woman, I'm in a relationship, nobody else, especially another woman, should be able to tell me something that you had the opportunity to tell me there first. There we go. The street should not. Right. Yeah. Should be because I would never do that to you. to you. I would never let you find out something from another man. You know right. what I mean? Like, I'm always going to let you know mm -hmm. so you don't go out looking sad. Yeah. So that's, that's just how I feel. I don't know. I feel like there are people who are going to prey on your relationship and yeah. some women just get a high mm. off of that like I could have your man at any moment yeah okay. and that's what they if do I and if I want it and he's I'm his best friend I know everything that's about him bestie, and that's scandalous bestie right? bro sis yeah. cut it all out but if oh. that man loves you <laughs> but if your man loves you he should listen to you just like your woman should listen to you if you feel uncomfortable about a friendship and you should be able to have a dialogue about mm -hmm. it and go from there yeah. and if that person doesn't want to sacrifice their friend you can't make them do it and you just have to you walk away decide. from the situation and say that's not the person for you okay. Okay. But is that a friend thing or is it just a respect people relationship thing? Yeah, I think, yeah. It's, it's, you, I think it's just a respect thing, a respect period. Thing. If it's your friend, it's your friend. Y'all mm -hmm. should just be able to chop it up. Right. But just in general, everybody should just respect other people. It's boundaries. Mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a great way to end it, Tori, because I feel like it's all about respect. Respect yeah. your relationship. Respect yourself. Don't put yourself in a situation <laughs> <Yeah>. where <laughs> you feel okay. like you will get checked by one of us because... Right. <laughs> BGS weighs in on the value of fatherhood and vetting a father for your future child all straight ahead on black girl stuff those women and and all women are the ones that open themselves up to say i would like to allow this man in my world and i will birth this child mm -hmm. so it ain't my decision i'm just i'm i'm following suit wow <laughs> Well, we don't get to choose our parents as kids, but as women, the playing field is quite different. It's time for us to weigh in on fatherhood and whether or not it's still valued. With more women becoming progressive and choosing to live as single parents, so when considering motherhood, do we still value fatherhood? I think I definitely value fatherhood, even though I didn't grow up with a father. Mm -hmm. You know, I was raised in a two-woman, a two-parent household, but I was raised by two women. So I saw the dynamic of having a strong partnership mm -hmm. in the home. So I feel like I would want, me being a straight woman, I am seeking a great father. And I think that that would be very valuable to my child. And when we look at cases like Nick Cannon, or even now, it's so common for guys to say, well, if I can afford to have a lot of children, mm -hmm. I should be able to. But I think fatherhood is more than just providing financially. Mm -hmm. I mean, Demetria, you grew up with your yeah. father in the home. How do you feel like mm -hmm. your father shaped you? Oh, right. I think the value of fatherhood is tangible, mm -hmm. uh, really measurable. I mean, there have been studies that show when you do not have a father, uh, and it can affect your social, mental, emotional development as a child. And that's not to say that they're, everybody's stunted if you didn't have a dad. That's not right. to say that, mm -hmm. but there is a true value to having a man in your life and guiding you, molding you, mm -hmm. right? I mean, there are statistics that show that children uh, don't get in trouble as much at school if they have their father mm -hmm. around. And I'm talking about an active father, not that deadbeat dad, right? right? right. Not just some sperm donor, right? Like we're talking about a real a active yes. parent. And so for me, I mean, my dad, I love him dearly. And there's advice that I, you know, I would not be who I am today if it was not for him. And I'm so grateful yeah. to have my father in my life. It's really cool to hear you all say that. One partnership, obviously, but all, uh, you with your, your dad, because I think 
think oftentimes when we hear about fatherhood and its importance, the way I view it is it's important to growing up um, sons into young mm -hmm. men, mm -hmm. into future uh, like fathers. But for me, being a woman maybe, mm -hmm. but I just honestly don't see that value outside of an additional person to help. Yeah. in that village, an additional kind of like monetary income or what mm -hmm. have you. I don't really, it took me a while to even want myself, to even picture myself with um, like a father figure for my children. You know, it was more so, I grew up in a single parent household, mm -hmm. my single mom, um, and I never, it wasn't one of those situations where, you know, I had a dad that was in and out on weekends, mm -hmm. holiday dad, things of that nature that you're talking about. It was always not present. And I've never felt a lacking. If anything, I was like, we doing great. Yeah. <laughs> we doing I great. Like I feel like it's very important yeah. to like, I think it's still valuable. I think people, of course, all women, we all want that family unit. Mm -hmm. we, we dream about, okay, we have a child together. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, if, if, if something goes wrong, let's just say it started working out great and things took mm -hmm. a left, it's still got to get done regardless. So I wouldn't say that it's not valuable, because it is, but if it doesn't work out the way you planned, because some things change, yeah, right. it's life, things change, it's going to get done regardless. And but I think as we talk about co-parenting yeah. in particular, I think it's really important that even if the relationship, the romantic one, didn't work out between you know the woman and the man, that you still maintain a cordial relationship for the sake of the children because studies have also shown that if you can maintain that, mm -hmm. your child is getting a great example at home and is going to be more emotionally intelligent when dealing with relationships on their own. So what is really that value perspective that you get from a man, from mm -hmm. that fatherhood that you won't get from so a mom? Because I don't I really like see I the lack. difference. Mm -hmm. So what I'll yeah. tell you what I feel like I lacked. Mm -hmm. I had two, I had actually three very strong women raising me. Mm -hmm. And so I do feel well-rounded in the womanly sense of things. But I always often felt like, dang, my dating life would be so much better if I had a father to help guide me and help me navigate through these things. Mm -hmm. I do feel like if I had a dad, I would be a daddy's girl. Okay. Like, I think that we could bond in different ways and the father could teach me things about being a woman from a male perspective. Mm -hmm. So even though you mentioned like it's only valuable to boys or to sons mm -hmm. because they gonna grow up to be men, I feel like it's just equal, it's equally as valuable as a woman to see if you're dating men, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? To yeah. see and hear what that's mm -hmm. like. And I know you have a son do you feel like maybe um even with advice you yeah. know what i mean yeah. i feel like my father could give me certain types of advice that my mother couldn't necessarily I feel like, like different people to, that you're growing yeah. up with that's and i feel it. like you know the perspective that my dad as a black man living this world is going to be totally different than my mom mm -hmm. right and i feel like he has left a huge imprint on me there are valuable lessons that he's taught me and he's a very confident charismatic person and i feel like I'm just like my dad, right. you know, I'm like my mom too, but I'm, I'm like my dad in a lot of ways. And I feel like what he brings to the table differs so much. And I think that there are non-traditional family structures. You could have two women raising a child. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a beautiful thing too. And I think that you can create an amazing child that same way who's not lacking. I think yeah. having that love is amazing and how we bring children into the world, male, female, traditionally, right? And so if you can have the father around and have that guidance and support, provided that he's a good supportive father, right? I think yeah. that, you know, you start well, off really great. Let's talk about that yeah. good supportive father mm -hmm. figure. So, like, do you feel like you owe it to your children to pick a good father? Because yes. personally, that's what changed my mind. Because at first, when I tell you literally probably until 
end of college, I was like, I just do not see a man with me as I raise my kids. And it was not, oh, it was wow. never really? like a bad thing to me. Yeah. It was just like, I just don't see you there. I don't see it being problems between us or anything like that. But, but did I you just want one there? I, I didn't really want one there either. I was kind of just mm -hmm. like, you're not, you're not gonna be necessary. around. You're not necessary for that full development mm -hmm. of a child. Like, I'm thinking of it from a child's perspective, didn't really want it. Now, as a woman hoping to be, you know, a future wife and mother, I'm seeing the benefit from a partnership mm -hmm. level. Still not necessarily seeing that from a child level. What do they get? Ooh, but like, yeah. I think so. So I how do you pick from them? From the child, you, mm -hmm. need to, you need your father. And for a lot of things, one, because like you said, you get a lot of qualities from your father. You're mm -hmm. equally yoked. So you might understand, like even though I don't have a relationship with my father because my mother chose the IVF route, yeah. um, I still can innate I can tell I'm adventurous because mm -hmm. of my father mm -hmm. um, and the qualities that he listed on his profile I can tell that even some of my looks come from my yeah. father but just my my zest for life I think comes yeah. a little bit from my father as well but I think that you need that sometimes to understand mm -hmm. and one thing that I think men give to is different business advice mm -hmm. like navigating the world they're gonna tell you how to maneuver differently yeah. um, than a woman would we sometimes take the softer more nurturing route right. so yeah. I feel like it's good Good to have that balance, balance of yin and yang. I wish our society, our country valued fathers mm -hmm. more. I mean, think about paternity leave. Yeah. I mean, if fathers yeah. barely get any of that, that's a crucial time for fathers to bond with their children so they and can also see the importance of fatherhood. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're vetting your um, guys to have children with your potential children's father, what qualities are you searching for? Mm -hmm. Well, Tori, what did you look for? Because you're the only one of us who has kids, right? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I look at how he is mm -hmm. with his kids. Like, I, I, he has three other children, mm -hmm. and I like the fact that he's very loving and caring. Of course, financial mm -hmm. stability, because I want to make sure that we put them in the best school. And another thing that I do like is I am a, I do discipline my son, but I don't have that strong voice like him. Mm -hmm. So if I say, sit down, don't do that. Yeah. It's different when dad says, oh, it's sit down. It's <laughs> different. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Even though my dad was oh, there, yeah. it was kind of in and out. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't know. They say they call it daddy issues. I don't know if that's a real thing or not. Cause I like I'm like you. I'm kind of mm -hmm. like I'm fine without it, but right. I do value it and mm -hmm. I want it. Yeah. And I'm glad that my son has it. The biggest <laughs> thing I look for though with a guy now is like, what if I was out the equation? Do oh, I fully yes. trust yeah. you? to carry on mm -hmm. and do what I know I would do with these kids, with our kids, in place of me. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. At participating McDonald's. And, and raise them and the raise way, them that, I the way that I would want. I think I look at both how you treat previous children. If you have them, I definitely think about your core values, mm -hmm. whether it comes to financial literacy, education, mm -hmm. morals. I look at those because mm -hmm. can you keep those up if I'm not here? God forbid something yeah. happens to me. I also mm -hmm. look at, and a lot of women don't think about this, mm -hmm. but I do pay attention to the relationship that you have with previous mothers of those children mm -hmm. because, God forbid, like you said, something doesn't work out with us. Are you going to be difficult with me? Are you going to be petty with me? Right. Are you going to be nasty mm -hmm. with me? Mm -hmm. Are you going to um, do things to our child out of spite of how you feel about me? Because in the heat of the moment, yeah, you do love me now, but what if one day you, do, you wake up and Come don't on. love 
love me. So <laughs> if you, yeah, if you That's look, the at, one. if you yeah. treat her like that, and, and and just because y'all not in a relationship no more, then right, I'm right. no different. Mm -hmm. I feel like you know? for me, you have to be prepared to die for my children, our children. Exactly. And yeah. if you don't have that level of loyalty and love for our children, we ain't really talking about nothing. Okay. All right, I love what we said, guys. So. Value on fatherhood for sure. I value fatherhood. Value fatherhood. I value it more than I did yesterday. Okay, ladies. Well, coming up next, YSL artist Carlay is in the building, and we're talking everything from relationships to women supporting women in hip hop. that you've been in a very long-term right. relationship with rapper Young Thug. Right. And with everything that's going on with him legally, how have you been affected? I would say, like, I was affected a lot because, for example, um, I had just, like, put my project out, and they was, like, going through it, like, taking words out. I'm like, hold up, wait. Oh, I, wow. Like, you know? So um, I really got, like, a lot of... Um, just, like, I don't know. I caught like the drift of everything that was going on with him and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And two, it's just like, it's messed up to see like, you know, my people and like my team go through it. And we just kind of been on the break, on the brink of like such good things. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So it was just like, you know, a setback for now. But um, yeah, it definitely affected me. But like, Carly, I was. Are man. you saying that they were taking and changing the lyrics because yeah. they were trying to protect you? Yeah, yeah, okay. no. So they definitely probably was trying to protect me. But more so, I mean, like, it's an eye opener because it's just like, damn, this affected mm -hmm. me too. Yeah. Right. You know, the lyrics little... are being used against people. Exactly. In the court but, of law now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of pretty much just like, you know, me, I'm just in the studio. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, um, I ain't really understand that, right. but I seen like, dang. So it just kind of made me want to like get a part of the movement where I feel like lyrics shouldn't have anything to do with your right. craft at all. Freedom of speech. Yeah, like yeah. you can say whatever. Sometimes you go in the studio and you might have a drink, you vibe, mm -hmm. you say anything. That's it. It should not be uh, used against you. Okay, now, Carla, you know we got to wake it up a little bit. <laughs> okay, let's wake it up. Let's wake it up. Hello. Hello. All right, let's get into it. Um, <laughs> You want to talk about it? Can you tell us why you and Young Thug broke yeah. up? Um, I would say just like differences, and you know, when you with somebody so long, um, it's like I'm trying to see a way to explain it. Mm -hmm. Y'all just have differences, like you know, like we just kind of mutually agreed to, I think, be like partners and like That's family you know yeah. like a, like exactly like family and I feel like you know um I needed it we both needed to focus on like ourselves and like before it was like bro it's getting too toxic like we just be and it's like our relationship is so good just being how we are now mm -hmm. kind of just like yeah. family you know what I'm saying like I support you whatever it is but um I know myself as a woman and I wasn't trying to like 
you know, we getting our feelings. So I was like, before I go there, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'd be standing on top of your car when you leave the studio. <laughs> I just personally think that, you know, we need to separate. Yeah, you know, what, were, sure. what, were, what were some of those differences, though? Because I can look back to some exes and be like, okay, this was why. Yeah. <laughs> I think that we both, um, we both was like, no, you was wrong for this. No, you was wrong for that. Mm -hmm. And then I just feel like I needed to go through that era where I kind of healed from certain things mm -hmm. because I didn't want to just be like, I didn't want to like be stuck on the past, right. you know? Mm -hmm. right. And I didn't want it to like kind of shape who I was. And I was like, mm -hmm. damn, what does it really feel like to kind of just be my own person right. and kind of like He's focus single. solely mm -hmm. on me, you know? Yeah. And it's new to me because we was, you know, we've been together on and off, you know, eight years, so, and that's a minute. That's a long since, time. You know, yeah, so it's kind of like, um, I just feel like it was just better for me. Like, I needed that break, you know? Do you feel like holding a man down is overrated? Because you definitely um, held him down. Thank okay. <laughs> you. did, but do you Look, feel like it's overrated? Um, What's, black what's the thing, y'all, when they like, I didn't, um, I ride, I didn't die. I definitely seen that. Like, I feel like it's, it's not overrated because I just feel like um, it depends on what you're trying to get out of something, mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like as long as you're doing it for yourself and it's not to say, I'm just trying to prove to you that mm -hmm. I love you so oh, yeah, much. Yeah. And it's just like it's in your character to be a good woman with a, good, a big heart, mm -hmm. you know, to love endlessly. But um, it's, it, I think it becomes overrated when you're trying to, like, when it's, like, draining you a little bit. Mm -hmm. Right, right. You know, like, you can't just hold somebody down so much to the point where you, like, stupid. Like, I can hold you down, but it shouldn't hold me, me up. Okay. Exactly. I love right. that. That's yeah. exactly what I'm saying. What about right now, though? I mean, he's going through a lot, obviously. Yeah. Are you guys still in contact with him being locked up? Um, I mean... Yes, like, we speak. Um, like, I check on him. Mm -hmm. I keep him... I feel like, you know far as books and stuff, trying to keep him in a good headspace. But he's a very, very strong individual. That's one thing about him. Like, his faith never withers, like, at all. Like, so he just kind of, you know, he give me advice. He helped yeah. me. But, and with the relationship that we have past, like, being intimate, I'm going to be there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Okay, girl. Let's get into this music. So in the current state of hip-hop, female rappers are taking over. Not right. even in the past, in the present right yeah. now. Mm -hmm. Like, what are your thoughts on women supporting women in the hip-hop game? And do you feel like that love is genuine? I feel like, you know, we definitely, like, supporting each other, like, female artists. But I wish we could kind of, like, click up, like, the you know, the males do in hip-hop. Like, the guys go to the studio and kind of like, hey, bro, pull up. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. here. And then you might have three of the greatest artists in the studio together, and they come up with a hit. You know, I feel yeah. like with females, sometimes it's like, I ain't pulling up to her session. It's Caddy. Oh, wow. yeah. It's Caddy. I'm not going over there. You know, we're dominating now, but I feel like it would be just insane if so many women, like, just in the game, like, where you at? Oh, I'm in your city. I'm gonna pull up to the studio. And I feel like we should just, like, stick together for real and not just say, like, oh, I support you because I tweeted mm -hmm. something. Like, how about we all link up and have talks? Like, yeah. this right here, right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I love that. And, like, my whole process, really, I feel like it was authentic. Like, I would go in the studio with certain people. I'm like, listen to my music, you know? They like, <laughs> okay, Carly, let me pull something up. Yeah. And, you know, like, they'll fuck with it. So that's how I end up getting um, a lot of records with different people. And Lil' Kid, who passed yeah. away, unfortunately. Yes, that was, like, year. my, um, literally, like, my heart, like, my best friend. Mm -hmm. That was, like, one of the first people to uh, really, like, get in the studio with me and just kind of show me, like, the ropes of music, mm -hmm. even just, like, down to Pro Tools, everything. Like, no, your confidence got to be like this. When you rapping, da-da-da-da. Mm -hmm. I'm like, 
is perfect. I love it. Like, right. he was sitting in the studio with me, like, to 6 in the morning. He like, wow. Carlay, you gonna do this, because I'm telling you, we on the brink of something. Like, this mm -hmm. finna be lit. So, it. it really, like, took a, um, a big toll on me emotionally, like, when he passed away, because right. so I felt like, you know, we was, like, riding each other coattail, for real. Mm -hmm. Whenever he had an opportunity, he always was like, Rika, I'm doing Rolling Loud, pull up, you mm -hmm. know? Okay. I want you to come with me. So, it was, like, just to lose, like, my friend and also somebody who I felt like, honestly, was holding my hand mm -hmm. in the game. It's, it, you know, it was really hard. I love this vulnerable yeah. you. Yeah. I want to see more of this in your music. Thank like, you. I want you to be vulnerable okay. and just, like, give us the real, because when we hear vulnerable music, it makes us feel something. Okay. Yeah. We need yeah. this. So, I, I got a song that. I want y'all to listen to. Okay. It's, okay. it's called Last Goodbye, and it's called Wishful Thinking on my project, Enter. Okay. And that's touching on that vulnerability. So, we definitely going to check that yeah. out. Yeah, y'all, please, because okay. y'all going to like it. Okay, well, you know, we can sit and talk to you all day, Carla. <laughs> you definitely got to come back. Thank you so much for stopping by the BGS house. Now, Carlay's mixtape, Enter, is available right now across all streaming platforms. So yes. go stream it and download it and check out those songs. Coming up, we talk with one of social media's top influencers, Ty Taylor, and we put her in the hot seat. Keep it locked for more Black Girl Stuff. It's about that money, then yeah, that's my type, Know that my type, Know that my type, you gonna have to work ten times harder to get back. If you got to come back, you gonna have to. You gonna have to build. You gonna have to build my trust back. It what? Oh hell, this, bro, just ignore time. Because I chose to go to college, I have to build your trust back. <laughs> that new trust was never built. Okay, wow. now that was a clip from our next guest YouTube channel, which has over 2 million subscribers. Ooh. Ty Taylor, you have been taking over our social feeds. Welcome to the BGS house, girl. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This, we have been ready to, to sit down with you, okay? <laughs> so we just all watched the clip of you talking to your baby sister about her going off to college. And you received some backlash from discouraging her to go. Like, tell us now, like, how do you feel or why do you feel college is not so important? Because I just feel like, even like, to this day, like, my parents, they went to college. What are they doing right now? They're not using anything that they went to college for. <laughs> like, my family was built to be entrepreneurs. You know, and a lot of people, when they go to college, especially what she's going for, they're going to college to get connections. She already got the connections. She's already in front of the people. She already got the platform. Mm -hmm. She already got the backing. So it's just like, are you just going there just to say you did it, just to do it? Like, what, what's really, what is it really giving? So, you know, I went to college, and I felt like during that time, I agree. Sometimes when you go into the job field, they might not necessarily ask for your degree. You might not necessarily be using what you learned in college. Right. But what I will say college gave me was the room and opportunity to make mistakes, learn myself, travel. I studied abroad. I got to meet new people. I was exposed to like so many different types of people. Do you think that she could get that same experience without going to college? She can, though, like, just the way social media and everything is set up now, like, everybody is prospering without 
have to go and pay to be prosperous. Do that make sense? Mm -hmm. Well, hold on. Okay, so yeah. wait a minute. Okay, because I went to college too. <laughs> and my mom went to college. All of these people. But the thing is, is that college has more to offer than just the experience of being around your peers, right? There's another layer of education that you don't mm. get unless you go and either get a scholarship for it, pay for it, whatever means mm -hmm. that you use. But there's a lot that I learned. I mean, when you talk about philosophy, you know, the way the government's mm -hmm. ran, African-American yeah. studies. So there is a value there, wouldn't you still say? It is, but, but I think she ain't going for that. That's okay. okay. What, okay. what, what, what is she going there for? She was going for Broadway, like acting and yes, singing and dancing. Acting, mm -hmm. singing, dancing. I do think college is not for everybody, so I understand mm -hmm. that. I have family members who never touch college, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I would still see them as as successful, if not more, than some of us who may have gone. But I do right. think when you're saying entrepreneurship, People learn on the fly, but also people learn from school and from training. You mm -hmm. never know what her college degree might help with your business, right? Okay. Right. It, it might. Sure. It, it might. might be like, okay. I'm learning. Okay. <laughs> but it's hard because yeah. you are yeah. talking money and you raking in a lot of it. Okay. okay. It's Social hard. media. I mean, whether it be from brand collaborations, whether we're just talking about millions of views on YouTube, I mean, you're doing it. You're one of the top influencers. You got to talk about the challenges that it could come with. I mean, is it difficult? I wouldn't say it's difficult. I feel like it's difficult when you make it difficult. Mm -hmm. Like when you let like outside stuff make it difficult, that's when it becomes difficult. Well, what are some of those outside things? Mm -hmm. Let's talk like, about it. Because some of these like... YouTubers fall off and then they get shamed and they succumb to all of the negativity. How do you stay strong? I stay strong by just one, praying. I always thank God for everything that I have yeah, and right. to always just keep my head on straight. And I don't read comments because sometimes they just be trying to get the most likes. You're a young, black, successful yeah. woman. Mm -hmm. And we're curious, I mean, what's the dating world like for you? Oh, okay. 24 years old, what's it like? <laughs> is, it, is it hard? It is hard, it's very hard, because I just feel like a lot of men, they, they aren't into monogamy mm -hmm. anymore. Like, a lot of men are polygamous. And when you're dating a woman, too, that is of interest and have her own a lot of men, they don't want that. They want a woman that's dependent sometimes. They yeah. want a woman that mm -hmm. they don't feel like that she could be bigger than them or compete with mm -hmm. them. And I've dated some guys where they felt like, well, since you got all this money, I don't have to spend none of mine on you. Oh. And I'm like, ah! Okay. Right. Right. Negative. Yeah. Insane. Because you still gotta treat me right. well. Right. Because right. just because I got it don't mean I don't want to spend yours. And so I started to sometimes feel like, do I need to hide that I'm rich? Do I need mm -hmm. to not? That's what I think show that I got money. Do I need to take my chance? <laughs> yeah. But, but, but I do feel like, you know, with YouTube and you being a YouTuber, you get to control your narrative a little bit more than folks who are just, you know, out and about and people are capturing them and putting the stories out about them. Like, what are some of the things that you're probably hiding or making sure it gets seen either for dating, for business, for your fans? Like, what are some of the things that you're really, like, hiding? I like a private life. Because mm. I feel like since I've been a celebrity I've been young I, I was on camera since I was like 16 wow. so it's mm -hmm. just like when I see what that does mm -hmm. I don't when I got older I didn't want that right. so anybody that I talk to now is mm -hmm. more private I might post a little wrist a little hand a little ring a little <laughs> <back of the laughs> but, yeah some sneaky but they be sneaky but you know, they <laughs> FBI they still I think it's very <laughs> I don't know how you live a private life when you are a part of a super group like the Taylor Girls, and it seems like you all have been doing separate projects lately. Is it hard to succeed when fans like to keep you in a box with your family? 
I don't feel like they keep us in a box because we, like, the way our fan base is, me and my sister, we kind of, even just our family, we all gained our own fans. Mm. So they're a fan of what everybody does. And they support all of us equally. So it's never been a thing where they like, mm, I'm not going to support them if they stop doing this. Because I know I haven't even been that consistent as I was supposed to be on YouTube, and I'm still bringing in a bag like I was still consistent okay. on YouTube. What makes you unique? Well, see, I am, what I bring to the group is I'm the creative one. I'm the one that comes with all of the crazy, weird ideas. And my sister, she's the business one. She brings... Which sister is that? That's my oldest sister. Mm -hmm. Okay. So she'll, like, if I come to her and be like, oh, I want to do this crazy idea, she'll come. She'll be like, okay, we probably need this much money. We'll need this. We'll need this. I love that. So she put it together so we really work as a team. Yeah, that's beautiful. You are creative. Let's talk about this outfit. You told us that you made this outfit before you came here today, this morning. Yes, because I did not have time to go shopping. And I was just like, (laughs) I am not going to get up here looking crazy. You look beautiful. Thank you. So I had a whole nother outfit but this is like two separate outfits. I reconstructed them, took them apart, had my seamstress sew them together. Oh, and okay. I just came on so we might have a fashion line or something. <laughs> I do want to get into that. And you'll have to, but Ty, I'm just curious. There's so many young people out there who are aspiring to be on your level. Mm-hmm. My mom is a teacher. And, you know, back in the day, people would say, I want to be a lawyer. I want to be this. But kids are now saying, I want to be a YouTube star. What is some advice that you have for people who are watching who, who want to be like you one day? I would honestly say don't come into it like I want to be a YouTube star because I didn't stop at YouTube. Mm -hmm. Everybody Mm -hmm. think it's just like, oh, yeah, we just going to get a camera and we got to go. It's more than that. Consistency is the biggest thing because people, they they fall off. Like Mm -hmm. you said, like if you're not producing enough content and if you're not staying original, then people going to. Eyes gonna go elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So I always say that have a plan when you're doing anything mm-hmm. first, foremost. We love getting a good coin. Tell us about your skincare line. I have a skincare line, it's called Underneath Skincare. And the reason I created it was because I dealt with acne for like 10 years. I could never find anything to fix my skin. I spent like over $20,000 trying to fix my skin. It was like, oh, go to this dermatologist, go to this doctor, go this, try this, go Accutane, go this. And girl, I was still popping on, piling up on that makeup. Yes, it, wasn't, yes. it wasn't, I didn't feel like I was, I was here, I'm in camera, mm-hmm. and y'all know what it feel like when y'all know it's something on y'all face and somebody mm-hmm. looking at you oh, like, yeah. they looking at me on the camera. I was like, which one of y'all looking at? So I definitely wanted to create something that I was passionate about, because mm-hmm. I know it's a lot of black young girls that go through that and right, don't have something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't have anything to fix their face, and right. they're just walking around and low confidence. Cause I, I love have, the name yes, too, underneath. Because yeah. I feel like, yeah, nowadays, because of filters, we walk around with all this makeup mm-hmm. on, we feel like we have to be done up. But when you take it off, what's underneath? What's underneath? underneath? That's, that's, underneath. That's, 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 that's how I came up with the name. So between knowing more about you, your sister, Taylor Girls, all the things, we love getting more underneath Ty Taylor. So thank you so much thank for stopping you. by the BGS house. And y'all, if you would like to get your filter-free skin, head over to underneathskincare.com and get yours today. Up next, get ready for our BG Boss of the Week. We will be right back with more Black Girl Stuff.
Grammy award-winning singer Maya, who is truly making major boss moves. It was recently announced that Maya became the World Animal Protection first U.S. celebrity ambassador. And it doesn't stop there. Maya has held several fundraisers to aid the homeless LGBTQ youth and advocated for vegan lifestyles on behalf of PETA. Maya is not only made culture classic, but she's an amazing role model for all little black girls. Maya, you are and will forever be a BG boss. I know that's right. right Maya ladies? is a definition of black women resilience, y'all, right? Sure. 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 She's so good. Speaking of all of that, we got to get to our BG boss of the week. Mm. And Brie, I hear yours is taking the culture to another level. Yes, y'all. Let me tell you about this week's BG boss. She is none other than Imani Ellis. And she really is that girl. Okay, okay? Imani Ellis is the CEO and founder of CultureCon. CultureCon is the number one destination for creatives of color. Topics at the conference range from building a business, innovation, and creative collaboration, which is important. Yes. Forbes calls CultureCon a conference every creative should attend. Imani, keep doing your thing, girl. We yes. salute you for being a true BG boss. Yes, yes she she is I just admire her career and everything she's been able to accomplish mm. in just a short time. Mm -hmm. She started off as a page at NBC. In 10 years, she was the peak. Okay. Right. And that is huge. an amazing story, mm -hmm. yeah. right? That kind of career climb. And to build something with that mm -hmm. and still keep the VP position that they want to support her exactly. with what she's doing. That, that doesn't happen. It's like you're building yeah. something and career climbing at the same Come time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. And it's something that she's building is major because to bring different creatives together to mm -hmm. and for Forbes mm -hmm. to acknowledge it, yes. it has to be, yes. you know, on the next level. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Shout, shout out, out that we need to be. We need to be. Imani, girl, we shout you out. Shout us out. Keep doing your thing, girl. And that's all the show for now. Thank you to all of tonight's guests. Carlay and Ty Taylor. Until next time, everybody. Madam tell her, hey, the kids both cheeks child. Bella, but I'm used to the chatter because I'm her, 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 Hey, giving me a pretty face. I eat hate, that's why I ain't got a waste. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.